Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn. I'm joined by Nathan Smith and our guest from our last full episode, Alex Kinsella. We covered the Beastie Boys' debut album last week, which feels like it's laser-focused on a teenage audience by relating the experience of being essentially a teenager uh, who loves hip-hop, I guess. It's the sort of thing that resonates, you know, with uh, with teenage audiences, though. If you had to pick one, which single album resonated with you the most when you were a teenager? Alex. Uh, the one for me was also on the, the top 500 list um, is Red Hot Chef Pepper's Blood Sugar Sex Magic. All right. And what is it? What, what about it? What about it really, res- you know, hit you? So it was in like, and I didn't have a, an, an angsty, dark emo, not that Chili Peppers were emo, but I didn't have a dark phase or like a, I'm angry at the world phase in, in high school. Um, still, I had one. I'm still waiting for it, actually. Yeah, so see, the only person. <laughs> um, but what, what hit me with this one, it was actually the first album a store didn't let me buy. And so it was, it was, um, Specs music in the Palm Beach mall. Um, and they bulldozed that mall. So good. They, um, they deserve it. I put the hex on sure for it. But I, I, we, I went in to buy it after school one day because we were, my friend and I were DJs and that's a whole other terrible story. But I was like, I'll, I'll go buy it. It had just come out and I go into the Specs and they're like, yeah, you, where, do you have your parent with you? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, well, you can't buy it. It's like parental advisory. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, that's not what Tipper meant, but. Okay, and the guy was giving me the gears. I'm like, listen, like I just want the fucking CD, man. Like, just take my money. Um, so then I went to the Specs on Okeechobee Boulevard, and the person sold it to me, no problem. Um, and I had never really listened to the album. I'm like, what's what's the thing with this? Like, why, you know, at whatever age I was, 16, 17, I was enraged that the person at Specs would not let me buy the CD, and I could not understand how. Then I listened to it, and, and like I really loved every track. Um, I still listen to it today. Like it's, it's just a, it's a banger after a banger all the way through. And there's not many albums that can do that. I thought it was the, the Chili Peppers kind of at their peak form. Um, yeah. And so like, even today, like if, you know, even like under the bridge, which is, you know, the, the popular track off that album though, when it comes on, like I still think of that person that specs who wouldn't sell me the CD. Um, Cause I hold a grudge. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's just one of those, like I, I it reminds me of high school. Every time it comes mm-hmm. on, I can picture the courtyard at my high school. I know where people sat. And it's just a very weird album for that. All right. Nathan, how about you? Um, well, there's there's albums I think that I liked more than this one and, and albums that lyrically I, I that resonated with me far more than this one. But when I think about sort of an album in my teenage years that influenced me as much as this one, it's, it wouldn't even be close. And that's What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis. Uh, I think it's a, it's a great album, but... I remember it specifically because that's why I started playing guitar because, you know, Wonderwall is an easy gateway. Like this sounds kind of easy to learn. Maybe and this is kind of mm-hmm. a fun song to play along to. And so you learn three or four chords and you sort of add a, a fifth one that isn't in that song and then a sixth one and a seventh four, you know what, you're going to electric guitar, you're learning all these things. And so getting me into sort of not just listening to music, but playing music, that's kind of where that started for me as about 13, I think when I was, when that came out and, and then just, you know, Oasis is a group I, I loved and, and still do sort of in their glory years. But at the time as a 13 year old, like just to have, like they were a different band then attitude wise. Uh, and certainly bands are more sanitized now, but even back then, like they, they were a, a total throwback where they're cartoon characters where you're into them for the music, but then they're, they're doing all this crazy stuff in between mm-hmm. tours and albums and singles. It's just like they become these cartoon characters. And so I found that interesting and fun to follow. And 
I, I sort of loved the way Liam Gallagher dressed and the way he walked and just these people as, you know, icons almost. So again, there's other albums that I like more, but just for all the things that that album kind of gave me and, and inspired me, it, times that were brief and, and sort of more enduring, that, that's probably the one that, that must have resonated the most with me as a teenager. All right. And for me, you know, it really came down to, to two. I feel like I, I was a teenager just as like the whole poppy kind of punk stuff was just hitting everywhere. You know, I was just constantly surrounded by by the good Charlottes and the newfound glories and the some 41s and all of those, uh, you know, I. I the offspring. I mean, Americana could very easily have been this the one that I choose here, but the the one that I'm I'm going with is Enema of the State. Uh, it landed when I was 13 years old, um, and it it just had the kind of almost perfect amount of garbage humor, angst, and kind of simple guitar work to get its hooks into me. Kind of a similar thing to to you, Nathan. It, it's just like, oh, I can play these songs. These aren't that hard to play. I can do this. Um, but also just the the you know, in a lot of ways, it's not unlike the Beastie Boys album we we talked about. You know, it's it's funny, and you can tell that they're having fun at that point. I think they all ended up hating each other like a couple of years later, but at that point, they're enjoying whatever is it is that's happening to to them. And um, and as a teenager, it, it was just custom made. It felt like it was custom made for for my mindset. That's all for today. Check out Record Roulette on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RR Music Pod. Rate and review this podcast wherever you can. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite show. Or listen for free at recordroulettepodcast.com. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thank you for listening to Record Roulette. Until the next spin, goodbye.